0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. In this episode, we will be hearing from Val Hughes. Val has served alongside her husband, Rick, as pastor of Victory Worship Center in Ponca City for the past 30 years years. She graduated from OSU with a bachelor's degree in elementary ed and also holds a master's degree in education. Needless to say, her passion for young adults and students is second to none. I cannot wait to share this podcast with you. So let's jump in.
1: Hey, next gen... How is everyone today? I Well, I wish that we were all sitting around some really good coffee and just having, you know, either a hyphen morning or just one of those great mornings where we're all together. But I'm just going to have to think about your faces as I say all of this podcast that I feel the Lord has given me. And I just want to shout out to all the next-gen wonderful people out there in podcast land who are faithfully listening to these podcasts. And I want to apologize already. Um, I still have a little bit of a cough. I'm probably not supposed to say that, but you know, just be awkward and just say it. Um, but during this time of pandemic, I really, really want you guys to stay strong. And hopefully these podcasts are helping you do just that. And hopefully you're recognizing that is, we're in it for the long haul, right? And you you've just got to you you've just got to stay in there. You know, you've just got to to keep after it. And I want to talk about something today that I've called pizza and windshields. Now. I know that title's crazy. Pizza and windshields. Like, those two things don't even go together. Except, of course, in my mind. Um, Earlier this spring, I accidentally came across a wonderful blog post about how confusion over choices lead people to the wrong destinations. And I thought, wow. For sure, that is a next-gen topic that someone needs to talk about and of course I love all the podcasts haven't all the podcasts just been amazing I I'm the one of the first to race to the to the new newly dropped podcast and listen to them I get so excited about the podcast our team is just they're beyond anointed and beyond amazing and when I heard that topic though about how confusion over choices lead people to wrong destinations, I thought how easy it is just to get on the wrong pathway. And sometimes we get on the wrong pathway, and we don't even realize we're on the wrong pathway until we've been on the wrong pathway for a minute. And unfortunately, I have a lot of experience about being on the wrong pathway, on the wrong road, um, in life, you know... In real life, like in my car, in my spiritual life. Um, But we're gonna, I'm gonna unpack all this today. And first of all, I just want to go over the the blog. Um, It was a lady, and she said that if she ever wrote a memoir, this would be her title The Woman Who Went Out for Pizza and Ended Up in Montana. I love it. So her kids were teenagers, and she and her husband borrowed a little pop up camper. They drove across the country to visit all. Of America's Natural Parks and so one evening they had pulled into a campsite next to an interstate she says somewhere in northern Wyoming and her husband and the kids they started you know hustling up at the camper up and then she thought she would be helpful and she would just drive back to the place the pizza place that they had spotted on the interstate on the way in and it was back before the days of cell phones and GPS's and I know I know this blog post is so funny because most of you when I said that you gasped like oh I can't even imagine not having a GPS I can't even imagine like having to read road signs I mean like you know having to really pay attention and read signs um not having cell phones I mean what kind of you know prehistoric you know age was that was she on the ark also I mean this is crazy right So, they didn't have a GPS, they didn't have a a cell phone, but she thought she could find her way back um, with their pizza, and what she thought was the entry road to the campground turned out to be the entrance ramp for the interstate. So, she thought, this was after she got in the pizza, and no big deal, you know, she would just drive down to the next exit and reverse direction and go back to the campground. And then she realized she didn't even know the name of the campground. And she was in this little bitty tiny town in Wyoming. And she thought, you know, this is going to be easy. Only, guess what? There was no exit. And there were just cars whizzing by her on this dark interstate. And then she saw signs that said the nearest town was 50 miles away. 50. So she drove in a northwest direction for nearly an hour... With her pizza now stone cold in the back seat. And you know. I'm sure she was in some kind of cold sweat in the front seat. And she just kept thinking. Where am I? I mean I'm in the wild west. But where am I? And finally she passed a sign that said. Welcome to Montana. And of course. She lived to tell it. You know. She found her family again. All ended happily. Except the pizza was cold. And the kids were unhappy. I'm sure. And. I'm sure that everyone has a story like this that you could tell um, where our intentions were good. You know, she was just going out for pizza, but then we end up in a place that we would have never chosen. And other times things happen, you know, we meant well, but other people misread our motives. And then there are all the times that we went out for pizza in Wyoming and we ended up in Montana. So, I want to start off by telling you a story of the Hughes household. Um, a long time ago, like probably a long time ago, l- literally a long time ago, really back to when I don't think we had um, GPSs very good on our cell phones, we were going to drive to a wedding in Kansas City. And I I had... Um, one of my wonderful friends with me, Kim Barbie, who was the maid of honor of my wedding. And she and I decided that we would sit in the back and just chat and laugh and have such a good time and make Brother Hughes show for us to this wedding, right? So I'm not really sure what happened and he gave me permission to tell this story. Um, I don't really know what happened, but you know, we left Oklahoma City in plenty of time to drive to Kansas City for the wedding. And all of a sudden, somehow, we, I start seeing the signs to welcome to Kansas. And I'm thinking, I don't know what's wrong here, but I think the wedding invitation said Kansas City, Missouri. And I know, you know, Kansas City is just big and it's on the state line of two states. But it's a little important to know if you're going to a wedding in Kansas City, Kansas. Or if you're going to a wedding in Kansas City, Missouri. There is a difference. We have found out. We could tell you. We are the survivors of knowing this story. So, Kim and I, of course, are cracking up. And, of course, my husband was frustrated, annoyed. Um, One, that we were laughing so much and enjoying this so much that we were in Kansas and we weren't in Missouri. Um, You know, all the Wizard of Oz stories were flying at that moment. Um... The comments. And so finally, we found our way back from Kansas City, Kansas, got over to Kansas City, Missouri, got to the wedding um, in like the nick of time, of course, and you know, all was well. And you know, when I think about that story, it it still just cracks me up. Um, Another time, we um, live here in northern Oklahoma and About 45 miles from us, there is a tall grass preserve, a prairie, with bison. And there's about 1,500 head of bison on that preserve. And so one thing that we love to do is take our guest speakers or, you know, friends, whatever, over there to drive through the the buffalo, the bison, and look. And one time we had missionary Brad Thompson from Guatemala with us. He was up in the front seat and we were out driving around the preserve and the funny thing already was that you know there's 15 head of bison on this preserve and we had not seen any not even one so of course Brad Thompson is like I think you guys just made this up you know you guys brought those signs out here that said bison are dangerous you know stay in your car there you're just driving me around this field there is nothing out here and we were like we promise there's bison out here Um, and so it, the way we come back, we take a little shortcut back to our town. And so that day, we missed the little bitty sign that said four acre, the four acre cutoff. And all of a sudden, I realized that we're driving through low water bridges. And I don't know if you've ever driven around the country very much, but a low water bridge really is a kind like you drive through, not over you know, like the kind that the bridge isn't there and you hope there's no water so that you can drive down through it. And after about the second low water bridge, I said, um, I don't think this is the right road. I think we missed our four acre turnoff somewhere. And of course, Brad Thompson, he is laughing hysterically in the front seat. And he's like, okay, now we're lost in the middle of Northern Oklahoma and You know, GPSs probably don't even work out here because I can't see a cell phone tower for like literally hundreds of miles. And the only thing out here, you know, are supposed to be bison, but there are none. And anyway, it was just a crazy day, crazy story. Finally, we turned around, made our way back to the turnoff and somehow made it back to our city. But that was kind of crazy. And you know, it happens. Probably every one of you have a crazy story like that. And... During this podcast, I want you to think of life like a windshield, okay? So, I told you the title was Pizza and Windshields. And so, I want you to think of life like a windshield. And when you think about your windshield, you know, your windshield needs to be really unobstructed. And your rearview mirror needs to be unobstructed. Because if your windshield is covered with dirt, crud, bug guts, you know, whatever then you're not going to be able to see really well. And your eyes have to be watching for the signs to show you the way clearly. Of course, for this podcast, those signs, you know, would be the word of God, your pastor, all of those things. And just like we missed the signs um in both of those stories somehow, you know, we missed the signs that day with Brad Thompson and ended up out in the middle of I don't even know where we were. Um but that those kind of things happen, and if we only pay attention as we're driving, you know, some people. I I'm, I want you to think about this. When you learn to drive, or maybe some of you are learning to drive right now, it is it's horrifying to think that you have to look out the rearview mirror, and you know the two side mirrors, and the windshield. And you have to keep that in balance and you have to do that all the time. What would happen if you only looked through the rearview mirror while you were driving and you never looked out the windshield? I mean, obviously, you wouldn't just end up in um, Montana for pizza, but you'd probably end up in a giant wreck heap. Um, And we, if you think about windshields, you know... The rearview mirrors are good to glance at, but we can't just spend our entire time looking through the rearview mirror. We have to look out the windshield. And I, I want to start off with a question for you Where does your energy come from? Does your energy come from the past, or does your energy come from the windshield of what is God showing you the direction ahead for your future? Um, does your energy come from the windshield? Does your energy come from the rearview mirror? And I really want you to think about that. Seriously, how would you answer that question? Um, one time a university did a study about peace of mind. And, you know, right now our world is chaotic. Hardly anyone has peace. Um, people are, you know, throwing hate on everything. People are canceling everything. Um, so... A study on peace, you know, is significant. And researchers were trying to find the greatest factors that contribute to people's emotional and mental stability. And these are the top five that they discovered. One, people who have peace of mind refuse to live in the past. So those people, they're gonna be looking out the windshield and just glancing every once in a while to the rearview mirror, but they're gonna be looking forward. Two, those people had an absence of suspicion, resentment, and regret. So, they had taken care of all those things. They weren't, three, they weren't wasting time and energy fighting conditions we can't change. You know, sometimes in today's world, people are fighting things that they really can't change. And they're really just things that are going to be happening as the coming of the Lord draws near. But they're still spending all this time and energy. Four, um, the people that had peace of mind were people that, you know, they were present and involved in the world around them. And then five, they refused to indulge in self-pity. Self-pity are the people who have wrecks. The people who look at their rearview mirror all the time and don't pay attention to where they're going. Now, talking about peace... Mama Doe Shatwell says this, and I love it. She says, follow the peace. Always follow the peace. That God's peace is going to direct your pathway if you simply follow the peace of God. And so, if you're trying to figure out, if you've gone out for pizza, you know, and somehow ended up in Montana, if you follow the peace of God, you're always going to be on the right pathway. You're going to be looking out the windshield, Not looking back at the rearview mirror while you're driving. And, you know, there's some things that we can do to follow peace. I mean, we could reject being a victim of our circumstances. You know, you could read Stephen Covey, Habits of Highly Effective People. And if you could just get habit one down, that's be proactive, it would change your life. Um, You know, the other one you might think about is don't let anyone control your emotions or your responses to things. Because you're living your life and you, you've got to live your life so that on judgment day, you know, you can tell the Lord that this was my life. I did it. I did it the best I could of what you told me. And I didn't allow anyone to control my emotions or my responses. You might need to hang out with some different people. If the people that you're hanging out with are robbing you of peace that is your sign that you need to hang out with some different people. You might need to stop looking behind and let go of the past and create some new memories. And, you know, you might need to renew your commitment to embrace more opportunities and just keep moving on. Now, there's a crazy story from ancient Rome. And it's not really a story. It's more like a, um, I don't know what you call it, a story. A story. Um, The God Janus was a key symbol. Our month of January is named after this God Janus. And this is God with a small g. And this God, small g, God, was the God of the doors, the God of the gates, and the God of the transitions. Now, this God Janus, small g, God, he had two heads. This is so crazy. He had one head to look forward and the other head to look backwards. And, well, you might say, well, that's cool. The Romans understood that we need to be able to see the rearview mirror and the windshield. But just think, I mean, anyone that has two heads, one always looking forward and one always looking backward, I can't imagine that they would feel peaceful. Um, Think about the children of Israel. When they finally got through the Red Sea and into the wilderness, they refused to look at the windshield. Through the windshield. Guess what they were looking at? The rear view mirror. All they were doing was complaining, saying, Oh, we we used to eat all this really super good stuff. And then they were talking about what they used to do. I mean, hello, they were slaves. But still, they were looking out the rear view mirror, and that looked really great to them. Because I I just have to think that some of them were probably terrified of their future terrified of the unknown the fear of the unknown and maybe some of you right now are really fearful of the unknown you're terrified of what the future of the world is you're terrified about the rest of 2020 you know we've seen all the memes you know of 2020 were uh whatever whatever um that might really be freaking you out and not giving you any peace and then you have to think about you know, are we to the point that the children of Israel were, you know, are we worshiping past, our past? Are we worshiping, you know, the fear of the future? Are we lost in driving for pizza in Montana along a dark road with seemingly no exits? The cool thing is the Bible has a lot to say about this subject. Um, in Proverbs 4, well, Proverbs 2 talks about God's wisdom. And then Proverbs 4 also talks about God's wisdom. And the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing. And all you're getting, get wisdom. So wisdom is like one of the most important things that we need. And Proverbs 4:11 talks about the way of wisdom and how God leads us in all the right paths. Verse 14 says, "We're not supposed to enter the path of the wicked." We're supposed to avoid it. We're not even supposed to look at it. Don't travel on it. Turn away. Pass on by. Verse 23 of Proverbs 4. Keep your heart with all diligence, because out of your heart flows the issues of life. Verse 25 says, Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. I love that. Have you ever thought about your eyelids looking straight before you? And then verse 26. Ponder the path of your feet. Let all of your ways be established. Now, every time I look at this passage of scripture, I realize that we, unlike Janice in Roman mythology, we as humans, we go the direction our eyes are looking. If I am walking and, you know, I am going to travel the path that my eyes are looking. And so I have to ask you, where are your eyes looking? Because if your eyes are looking anywhere but straight forward and only glancing toward the the back, the past, then you have to think about that. The Blue Letter Bible Commentary says this about Proverbs 4. If one would consider the destination of their present path, it would lead to much more wise living. When we carefully ponder where we are headed, It helps to establish our wise direction and helps us to not turn to the right or to the left, or we could say in this podcast, or end up trekking back to Wyoming with cold pizza. Another verse, Proverbs 32, 8, I will instruct you, teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Now we know that God doesn't have a literal eye because God is a spirit. But his word says that he will guide us with his eye. And then there's a passage from Isaiah 30 that I want us to look at. Sometimes when we don't consult the Lord about the path that we are on, we end up making plans in the flesh or in our human spirit. And we don't consult the Lord. The Bible is filled with these things. You know, when they forgot to consult the ephod, They forgot to ask the prophets of the Lord what they were supposed to do. So if we're on the right road looking through the windshield, we are able to clearly hear the still, small voice of the Lord. And we know that the Bible tells us, you know, the Lord was not in the earthquake. The Lord was not in the wind. He was in that still, small voice. Verse 21 of chapter... 30 says your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand whenever you turn to the left that's what we're supposed to do when we hear the voice of the Lord we are supposed to obey immediately and then that passage goes on to talk about that once we hear the Lord we will get rid of everything that's a defilement to us So, if you're not sure which direction to head and your windshield has gunk on it, you know, when the Lord speaks to you, then you've got to stop sometimes and you've got to clean off that windshield. And you've got to clean off all those bug guts that came up while you were driving on the dark road back to Wyoming with your cold pizza from Montana. Um, We've got to get rid of every defilement. There's an old Italian custom. They said at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, people would toss possessions into the streets. Anything that held a negative memory or a connotation, they just toss it out in the street and they got rid of it. They started anew. And so doing that, they would say, out with the old and let's start fresh. Let's start all over. And sometimes if you ended up after a 50-mile journey on the wrong road with cold pizza, sometimes you have to start fresh. And you have to say, Lord, I've been baptized in your name. That's under the blood. I'm going to start fresh today. So today, I want you to get your windshield cleared off. I want you to get on the right road. I want you to head in the right direction. First of all, you've got to figure out if you're in Wyoming or Montana. You might have to stop looking in the rearview mirror at everything you've failed with, everything you've messed up, all the past sins that are keeping you cloaked in shame, Because we as next-gen leaders, we have to live our lives as intentionally as possible. So to live intentional lives mean that we must make careful choices. We have to stop going out for pizza in Wyoming and end up in Montana. We have to pray and read God's word. We have to listen to his voice. We have to make careful choices about the future. We have to grow in maturity from the lessons that we're learning and we have to learn from the past. You know, every once in a while a glance at the rearview mirror is necessary. It's very, very necessary. How many of you have ever run into somebody not looking when you're backing up? Yep, it's happened to all of us, even me. Um, you know, we get distracted. We we're not watching as we're backing up and we hit something. Well, if you spend too much time looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to hit something. And the Lord didn't design our lives to just continually keep looking at everything we've done wrong and all the failures and all the mistakes. But we've got to keep moving forward. There's an Irish blessing that says this. May you have the hindsight to know where you've been, the foresight to know where you're going, and the insight to know when you've gone too far. And so today I want to tell some of you, stop focusing on the road trips and the detours you wish you'd never taken because you have to believe that failures are never final in God's economy. They are never final. I want you to look at Psalm 37, three through eight. To me, these verses right here could be a life plan. If you don't have a life plan, then I would like to introduce you to a life plan. And it's right out the word of God. Psalm 37, 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trusting in God means that you have to follow his voice no matter how uncomfortable you are. Trust in the Lord, do good. Dwell in the land, feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5, commit your way to him. We've got to get on the right road. We've got to commit to him. We've got to trust in him. And it says the Lord will bring it to pass. Verse 7. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Some of you might be at a red light. And the Lord's told you just sit right here and wait. You can't go yet. And that's okay. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of those who prosper in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. You might be watching people and wondering, Lord, they're getting ahead of me. I I can see them through my windshield and I don't like it. They're getting ahead of me. And what is the Lord saying? Don't fret. Verse 8, cease from anger, forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. So there's just a lot of amazing promises right there in Psalm 37. And then also James 3 talks to us about heavenly wisdom. And the difference in heavenly wisdom and earthly demonic wisdom. When you're on the right road. Looking through a clean windshield. You're always going to have peace. I can't say this so much. When you're on the right road. Your windshield is clean. It's not obscured. You are going to have peace. You have to remember to always follow your peace God's wisdom is always it feels pure and it feels peaceable and so if you're feeling fret if you're feeling fretful if you're feeling like everything is just you know causing you to have anxiety then you need to go back and get on the right road and find the peace of God because the minute that you don't have peace stop the car you have probably gone out for pizza in Wyoming and you have ended up in Montana, 50 miles from where you started. And sometimes when we get rebellious, when we choose to do the wrong thing, when we override that voice in our head that says, don't do that. And we do it anyway. Sometimes sin keeps us a lot longer than we wanted to stay. And if, if you're in that spot today, I want you to know, I am, I am telling you, the Lord still loves you. Your failures are not final. All you have to do is make peace with the Lord, get back on the right road, clean off that windshield, and get the cold pizza back to Wyoming. Because our choices always are going to lead to the right destinations. Just like wrong choices... Take us to the wrong places. So if you are on a path with the wrong choice, all you have to do is stop the car today. That's all you have to do. Stop the car, pray, ask the Lord to forgive you. And guess what? He will. The minute that you ask him to forgive you, he does that. So if you're on a wrong road and you've realized that today, the voice of the Lord is calling through this podcast. Once again, to turn the car around, clean off the windshield, get your eyes off the past and your rearview mirror and all the reasons that you think you're not able to follow the Lord's plan for your life. Some of you might need to watch the Inner Healing series by Chester Wright. You might need to be healed of shame and inner hurts once and for all. Because the kingdom of God is depending on you to continue driving in the right direction. All of us here at NextGen are standing on the side of the road and we're cheering you on. We believe in you. Yes, you. You right there looking around thinking, is she talking about me? And yes, I am. I'm saying you. We believe in you. You matter to the kingdom and only you can do what you're gifted to do. Only you can bring the gifts to the kingdom that you're supposed to bring. You, If you don't bring those gifts, if you don't bring those, that calling to the kingdom, no one else can do it for you. God has placed amazing gifts in each one of you. And God is saying, okay, right now the world is crazy, but it's launch time. It is launch time. The time is now to follow the voice of God and to obey his calling in your life. You, You have got to... Clean off that windshield. Do what you can. Go back through this podcast. Listen. Listen to all the other podcasts. Talk to your pastor. Because whatever you have to do, you've got to get on the right road. And you've got to get that windshield cleared off so that you can see clearly. I love each of you so much. I'm praying for you. And I can't wait to hear from you. My email is vlhcoffee at gmail.com. You could also send me a message on Instagram, on Facebook. I would love for you to give us some feedback for this podcast, for all the other podcasts. And thank you for your time today. I want you to have a great day. But one more time, remember, you have to get on the right road. See ya.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Oklahoma Next Gen Podcast. We exist to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media.